Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for having you. This is your show. So the the replacement for me didn't work out, huh? I got all these texts from Vinny saying, please, please come back. Brian was a disaster. And that's why this just audio was all screwed up because of Brian. But you got to come back to the show. I can't do this without you. I'm like, Vinny, it's fine. I'll be there, buddy. You're Don't the worry. absolute biggest Don't worry about piece it. of shit I've ever met. How <laughs> goddamn dare you? All right. Thank you, Brian Johnson, for doing the show. And thank you, Carl, I guess, for coming back. We're all fucking thrilled about it. Creepos, welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I'm your host. My name is Vinny and joining me, he's back. It's hot. Carla. What is happening? Vinny Paulino. Great to be back with you. And thank you so much to Brian Johnson for filling in for, uh, for me. There it is. There it on is. The show and doing such a great job. Although I do want to say. You know, Brian comes on. He's like, I was watching documentaries. I was looking at multiple sources. Like, what are you, what are you trying to do to us here, Brian? Just look at Wikipedia and say you didn't. Say you, say you looked at lots of stuff. I like how he did explain to everybody how difficult it is to do this and do a presentation on this show. Yes. Because you do have to do a lot of reading and you have to look at a lot of different sources. And it really does suck because, like, my natural urge is to avoid Wikipedia. Right. But then when you get to it. All the shit that I looked at in 90 different places is all fucking already there. I base which creep I'm going to grab based on how long that page is. If I go to Wikipedia and it scrolls and scrolls and scrolls, I'm like, no, okay, I'm not doing that. That just seems like way too much work. Too much work for hot Carl. Let's get a couple things out here because uh, I ran into you at the Big J show on a uh, Saturday night. Yeah, Big J Okerson and uh, Vinny was hosting that and uh, everyone did a fantastic job. It was a good the show. The feature that he brought was hilarious. Yep. John Carden, very funny dude. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It was a good show. So I'm just going to say this, Carl. Uh, you missed last Monday's episode because you were in the air. Yes. So I get that. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I, I get that. Yeah. It's hard to do a podcast from an airplane. Yep. It's difficult. The Wi-Fi is a little shaky. And then last, you know, every Wednesday, if you are a bonus content subscriber on patreon.com, supercast or back.by, you get a bonus episode on Wednesdays and you were not available for a bonus episode on Wednesday. So blind Mike, your co-host from who are these socials yes. filled in and we had a banger of an episode. Nice. We had a lot of fun. Did you listen to it? I haven't yet. I, no. I get caught oh, up. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> what's that supposed to mean? I'm just wondering. <laughs> you missed this a lot, huh? I'm looking forward to it. Though. You missed all the I'm creepos a lot. You had a whole play right home. You didn't even listen to it. Okay. Um, so you missed that. And then you went and did who are these socials a couple hours later with Mike. And you know what? Because my Wi-Fi was so bad at the Airbnb that I was at, I had to edit the shit out of that, which is what I was doing on the airplane on the way back home. Mm. I was editing who are these socials. So that's why I didn't get a chance to listen to the creep off bonus show. Yeah. What'd you do? Pipe in laughter. Hmm. I mm. see what you did there. Mm. 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 You don't think much of uh, what we're doing over here. Do you? <laughs> are we still friends? What's going on right now? You're just <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm really getting scolded here. I mean, we are putting on the best true crime podcast on the internet. You I know? agree. And you I, don't I even I prove that. Dude, you don't even have like the best stuttering John podcast anymore. 
is the only best podcast that I have anymore. It's a good point. And I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's a really good point. Don't drop the ball, son. Hang uh, on to the ball. I can't wait for the new show coming out on the Shuley Network. The uh, Who's Got the Scummier Scumbag show. The Scum On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, shit. All I know is Bob Levy's going to be fantastic on it. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay, let's do a show. Uh, you beat me the last time we were out, so you're up three to one on me right now. Oh, yeah. And last week, Brian Johnson filled in. And as <laughs> yeah. always, I make a wager with yep. our guest hosts. Uh-huh. And because uh, they're one-offs, I'm generally pretty confident. And I brought in the most disgusting woman I've ever seen. Woman I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian brought in a guy that's on every goddamn true crime documentary ever. The stakes were Polar Plunge Part 2. Right. Brian was good down. Brian said he would do it. I just want to say you seem bitter. It seemed like you're pretty unhappy about the results. Well, do you realize how much good publicity it would have been for the creep off if everybody had voted for me? We beat Brian, and then Brian's on that tell him Steve Dave show and on his other stuff saying, I got to jump and do the polar plunge now. And it's a whole big thing. And everybody's talking about why do you have to do it? Because of the creep off. These voters fucked us, Vinny. That's a really good point. Do they not know the marketing possibilities that we had there? God damn it. And now I got to pretend to jump in a lake again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyway, I want to thank everybody for voting for uh, Brian. <laughs> Usually when Vinny's racking up the L's, it stands for lasagna. Yeah. But uh, this time around, it's actually for, losses. It actually stands for LBs. <laughs> um, folks, don't forget it is Super Chat Monday. <laughs> And they're starting to roll in right now. So let's start with I'm annoying. Thanks for the 499 says vote for Vinny. Wrong. Dela says all Carl less Vinny. Thanks to the two bucks Dela. And Cam Critical Stop says Carl, Wrong. Carl Hamburger sounded like the Carl the sex doll guy on who on oh, WATS. Yeah, it was a it was a big roomy, boomy, echoey room I was in in my Airbnb there. Oh yeah. We had a Carl Sextall guy on uh, subreddit surfing last week. Yeah. He tuned in wearing his stormtrooper helmet, which is something that I would assume you have somewhere in that house. Now, I know it's not on display, but I assume it's somewhere in that house. And then his sex doll Molly visited us on that show. If you want to watch her, Molly's pretty hot, too. No, she's not. <laughs> she has really weird jiggly fingers well, to each their own. Baby. Yeah. So either way, I get to pretend to jump in a lake again. I'll jump in the fucking lake again. I'm thinking I might go down to theirs down there in Jersey's just for the fun of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Well, isn't it over? When's the polar plunge? I, I'm going to have to do it next year. Oh, it's going to be a whole year of fucking planning. Well, all right. Since you brought that up, I'll just bring up the fact that you finally got the semenology book. Congratulations, Vinny. There it is. So Vinny's consequence is he had to buy this book that teaches you how to make cocktails with cum. And uh, he will be reading this in public. And we'll be getting some photos of that and probably video dude, of that happening. This book is so fucking lazy, too. Is it? I, I've perused. Is, is the guy who likes to drink cum lazy? <laughs> Go figure. Carl, these recipes are barely recipes. Yeah. Like, for example, this one right here. Is Wait, what, is, what is the milk and cum recipe? <laughs> some mexican cum slide carl is what it's called uh absolute semen you want to guess what the red the ingredients are i'm gonna say probably absolute vodka with semen correct <laughs> two pages two jesus. pages jesus great well you gotta prepare it the right way though yeah 
Yeah, let's see what else we got here. Uh, there's some good ones here. The Milkman is coming. Okay. That's vodka, milk, creme de la framboise, and uh, semen. Can you just leave the semen part out of it, or how does that work? Well, that's an important ingredient in there. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. A Mexican cum slide is uh, Kahlua, Amarado, ice cream, whipped cream, one to two tablespoons of semen, and chocolate syrup. A Mexican cum slide? Yeah. That's that's just a, a fun thing to order right there. Dude. I don't even like it, but I just like ordering it. Dude, you could try the gym and tonic. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. You could have a uh, a watermelon gin jizz. Yeah, there's a. <laughs> is there a curl and cream? Is they there? call that the semen bomb. Oh, God. Yeah, this is uh, pretty fucking gross, everybody. I'm sorry. Uh, dude, I don't want to be seen reading this in public. And It's going to be great. Yeah, this guy, he has a real love for cum, but, dude, you could have done better with these recipes. Uh, Bill Loney with $2. Vinny Thanks. Winnie, what are, you, what are you watching? What show are you watching, Bill Loney? Vinny the losing. show with the guy who does his consequences. So you're rubbing it in my face. I am. When are you driving to Gary, Indiana, dickhead? I don't know. I got to make plans for that. When are you going to church? Oh, I got. We definitely got to figure that out. That's going to happen soon. Yeah, it needs to be done this next upcoming weekend. I think you could probably make that work, right? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> what do you got to do this weekend? <laughs> what do you What do you think I got to do this weekend? Bother people on the internet. Yes, the same shit I do every weekend. <laughs> okay. Right, uh, we'll figure. Carl, um, I guess it's time to unveil what we our topic for this week. We are going to be discussing and making nominations for who is the creepiest Airbnb host of all time. That's right. Now, this kind of uh, sparked when we did Dick's show a week or so ago, and I had mentioned the old uh, double-sided mirror trick yep. and how to test for it. One of the other things you do is, uh, well, what I was saying is you take a uh, dry erase marker or sharpen you draw on the mirror and if you could see the reflection of the line you just drew you drew yeah that is a double-sided mirror right. now the other thing you could do is you could put your finger on the mirror and if you could see the reflection or your finger doesn't meet where the reflection of your finger doesn't meet your finger on there that's also a way to tell if it's a double-sided mirror but that's just one of the ways that these people hide video cameras smoke detectors they found them inside of like plugs potted, potted plants yep obviously the old stuffed animals Put them in the eye trick. Toilets. Don't forget toilets. Always in the toilets. There's all. Listen, if you get an Airbnb, just know someone's watching you poop. Yeah. I say celebrate it. I say uh, have some fun with it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Make it uh, just sing while you're on the toilet. Be entertaining. All right. So, Carl, so we decided to do the creepiest Airbnb host. Yeah. Based on this. And I've learned some things about Airbnb, Carl. Yeah, what did you learn? I learned that they have a team that is uh, quite good at cleaning up these situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, I did a little bit of research. The Black Box team is made up of 100 members based in large cities all around the world, including Dublin, Montreal, Singapore. Most have military or emergency services backgrounds. And uh, there's been some interviews with some of them. And they have covered up a lot of stuff. And what their goal is when these situations, these terrible things happen, their goal is to make sure it never makes it to the media. Right. People get the medical attention that they need mm -hmm. and that everything stays nice and quiet. Now, the statistics from Airbnb say that like 0.01% of hosts are a problem. Right. Yes. It's, it's, uh, I was reading something that said, 
you know, it's similar to being worried about dying in an airplane crash. It's not going to happen statistically, but Hey, for some people it does happen. Yep. And, uh, we're going to talk about some creepy Airbnb hosts today. Carl, you won the last one. So you get to go first. Hey, are we online right now? Are people seeing us? Because I see people saying that. Uh... Yeah, we should. It's Everything says we are online right now. Okay. I'm going to double check on YouTube. here. All right. We got a couple of super chats on there, too, that we should um, probably acknowledge because we do appreciate that. Bill Loney tells me to go to church in Gary. I doubt I'll be doing that, sir. I don't think anyone goes to church in Gary. I don't think anyone believes in God there. <laughs> how, do you, how do you walk outside and God is great? You know, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, we're live. Uh, and then Dela with yeah. $2. Uh, are you going to bootleg DabbleCon? If you're talking about the Pottstown show that the Shuley Network is putting on, I, I do not believe we are going to that. No invite. In <laughs> no invite. <laughs> yes. right, so, uh, no no invite. invite. Okay, Carl, you get to go first. Ring the bell. All right. So as we mentioned, a lot of the stories that I found, I think you found too, as you were researching this, a lot of voyeurism. A lot of setting up cameras, a lot of things like that. But the thing that I love about Airbnb, and I've stated a lot of them, is that if there are people who actually live there, they're not there while you're there. Except for sometimes they are. I went to Philly one time and didn't realize that we were staying in this guy's apartment. And we had one bedroom and he had the other one. Oh, no. And it was weird. I mean, he stayed out of our way and we didn't really interact with him too much. But it's weird that we're like sharing this guy's place with them. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that that was a thing either. I thought I assumed they automatically had to be gone. No, that's not the case. So you got to read the fine print on these things. So here is an example. We're up in Vancouver last year, May 2022. And uh, for whatever reason, these two sisters who are traveling from Alberta, they go and stay at this place. And the guy who lives there is also living there and staying with them. Oof. Yeah. And uh well, let's just say that things got bad and around 3 a.m. They're out in the hallway of this apartment complex uh, having a fight and the neighbor woke up the neighbor. It was a terrifying wake up call in this Kitsilano apartment building. Saad Mustafa says he witnessed his neighbor allegedly turn on his Airbnb guests. It is horrifying. There was blood everywhere. 3 a.m. on May 27th. Mustafa says he heard frantic female screams and a man yelling. He was pushing the girl against the wall. And I heard banging against the wall. He was saying, why did you push my cat? So apparently these women think they just go around pushing cats. And this guy, Arvin Pasha, was not having that. So he let them know that that's not appropriate behavior in his apartment. They assaulted his pet. Wow. He just said, why'd you push my cat? Sometimes you got to push a cat when it gets on things you don't want it on, you know. <laughs> Tell me You've about pushed it. a cat before. It's not that big of a deal. But to this guy, it was a very big deal. And he took it very seriously. Mustafa says he opened his door to a horrific scene in the hallway. She appeared to have a stab wound in the neck or neck area. It was covered with a white uh, long scarf or shawl. Um, and she was, uh, she was on the floor lying on her back and she was, uh, bleeding, uh, very, very badly. Uh, there was another, uh, young lady who was, uh, pinned to the wall, um, and being threatened by a knife. So it's very fortunate. These women at least got out to the hallway so that a neighbor would hear this and see what's going on. He's stabbing this woman in the neck. She's bleeding out of her neck. He's threatening the other woman 
with that same knife. And so I don't know if you know this about neck wounds, Vinny. Yeah. Pretty dangerous. Well, pretty bad place to be bleeding. Yeah, but it's also not right to push a cat. Maybe. Although that cat might have been a dick. I've met a few cats in my day. Some of them deserve to be pushed. And I believe you admitted to pushing cats, by the way, during this. Someone pointed that out. Yeah. Like if if a cat gets up on something that's supposed to be on, you can push the cat off. Saudi Hamad. Thank you for the seven ninety nine quarantine day two. Thanks for the company. Seven ninety nine and something, but thank you very much. Thank you very we much. Appreciate it, Saudi. All right. So this guy, the neighbor, thankfully gets out there, yells at the guy, calls nine one one, and is very concerned about this woman who's injured. But I was yelling at him to drop the knife. Starhold, he says the suspect left through a side door. In the seconds before emergency crews arrived, Mustafa says he stood watch making sure the seriously injured girl kept pressure on her throat. The wound was in the neck, and uh, that automatically means the clock is ticking. The clock is ticking, Vinny, bleeding out of her neck. They're trying to make sure that she stays alive so that when paramedics arrive, they'll be able to save her. Yeah, but is there an emergency vet coming to check on the cat? The cat cat was fine. You don't know that. I do. I, I do my research. I'm like Brian Johnson over here. I'm doing tons of research because so you went to Wikipedia. Those three clips that you just heard (laughs) are all from the same newscast. But I decided to check in and see what's going on with this guy. Mm -hmm. I want to follow up on this. Okay, so let's find out what happened to this guy who tried to murder this woman who was staying with him for an Airbnb. And by the way, in Canada, I guess they have pretty strict rules around these types of things. Sure. Like he was incorporated to rent out his place. Like he has to have a business license for that. And he did. Interesting. He went through all the steps, necessary steps you have to do to rent out Airbnb legitimately there. And in the, the bylaws of the board, no one shall push the cat or else they will be stabbed. Right. It it says strip the sheets before you leave and don't push the cat is what it said right on the site. So they should have known. They should have read that. Arvin Pasha is free on bail after a judge granted his release from custody Friday with no financial obligation. The 32-year-old is charged with aggravated assault, accused of attacking two young women who'd rented his Airbnb suite last month. Yeah, I, I just heard an eyewitness talk about it. Is that just accused of it? Like, we know that this happened. So this happened on 3 a.m. May 27th. June 26th, about a month later, the judge goes, all right, buddy, come back when you come back. We'll see ya." And he's, he's out. And he's, he's still out right now. In fact, his next court date. His next appearance is scheduled for April 12th. So next month, a couple of weeks, he's going back there. But no, he didn't have to post bail or anything. They're just like, all right, buddy. Well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to go ahead right now and use this stinger because I'm going to go hard right now on oh. this. It's time to victim blame. The creep off. Victim blame. <laughs> it's all about the blame. Where you lay it, victim blame. We'll say it. Their fault. They pushed the cat. All right. So I guess the judge agreed with you, Vinny, because I tried to figure out why do they let this guy out with no financial obligation after he stabbed a woman in the neck. The accused's lawyer says the judge considered all of the relevant factors and released Pasha on strict conditions that do address public safety concerns. Quote, Canadian law presumes accused persons are entitled to be released on conditions aimed at minimizing risk they would commit a further offense or fail to appear in court. Both alleged victims survived, suffering injuries police described as non-life-threatening. 
not life threatening. Now, Vinny, here in the United States where we live, when you get stabbed in the neck, that's life threatening, <laughs> not life threatening. In, in what jurisdiction? I, I hate to have to do this again. Maybe you're dead. I'm a blame it all on you. You got raped. And you should have now, been more careful. You don't go and stay at somebody's house and push their cat, Carl. Minnie, this guy tried to murder and, this woman. Okay, Carl. And he's, he's been free ever since. Bill, Bill Loney, thank you for the $2. Big deal. Women bleed all the time. Okay, good point. <laughs> Not usually from that spot, but I, I hear you. Uh, Michael C. Watson, it was that guy from your thing, uh, Talking Cardiff. Thank you for the $1.99. It was not Cardiff. It was the one place Cardiff wasn't at. Finally. I know he's Canadian. But. It's the one Minnesotan. Um, <laughs> and Mint says that Airbnb story is better than Barbarian. Have you seen Barbarian? I have not. Oh, dude. Go watch that movie. It's ridiculous. Okay. It's amazing. Go watch Barbarian. If you're a creepo, you'll love Barbarian. All right. And then I'm sure Mint has a review on it or something I can check out as well. I don't know. Ask her. All right. I will. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is so silly. So that's it. That's my creep. He tried to murder her over Arvin Pasha, who um, stabbed a woman in the neck for pushing his cat okay. at 3 a.m. I, I think, you know what, Vinny, you know what I think is going on here? I don't think it was about the cat. I think he was fired up about something else. Sure. Would be my guess. Now, Carl, my story today was covered in the New York Times. Okay. Because... So, we, so we know it's fake. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. Um, they, the name of my creep today has not been released. And I'm going to explain why at the end. Okay. But I'm going to give you a, a full a full telling of what happened here and why this person is the creepiest Airbnb host. All right. Now, I'll let you label at the end. Early in the evening on July 4th, 2015, a woman named Michaela Giles' phone started sounding alerts and a series of messages straight out of a horror movie began scrolling down her screen. Her son, Jacob, is 19 years old. He is overseas. He's in Madrid. She's in Massachusetts. Okay. Now, it seems his host, who was born male but is living as a woman, had the hots for her son, Jacob. When they arrived at the apartment, according to Jacob, she locked them in. She repeatedly tried to kiss him. Ugh. I mean, neat. She says, please, he <laughs> says, please stop. He orders her to stop. She then tells him to take his pants off unless he wants to sleep in the streets without his belongings. That's gross. Now, as these events unfold, he begins messaging his mother. Yeah. Because he's connected to the Wi-Fi and he's able to send messages that way. This is back in 2015. Uh, so I'm guessing he didn't have an international coverage plan or I don't know what the story is, though. By the time his mother realized that the that what was going on, she starts calling Airbnb. Mm -hmm. OK, the mother does to find out where the son is to get the to get the police there because he needs help. Yes. As he's texting the mom, the Airbnb host pulls the plug on the Internet. Now he's locked in the apartment. Yep. He, his phone is not working to call out. She starts, the host starts rattling through the kitchen, looking for something and pulls out a big knife. Mm. These hosts, they love knives. They Carl. do. Yeah. I've noticed that. Yeah. Now she starts saying things to the effect of you're not going to leave here. I'm not letting you leave here. Uh, Get your pants off. Get your pants on. And she used one of those sharpening tools, and she's sitting there sharpening this knife, telling him to take 
her pants off. Now the mom it's hard to get it up with that's going on. I gotta yes. be honest with you. No, he didn't need to get it up. That wasn't the problem. It's distracting. That wasn't the problem. Okay. So as uh, this is all going on, the mom is freaking out. She's calling Airbnb. Okay. And when she's calling them, they will not give her the address. Right. They employees reportedly would not give her the address that's the policy, right? Or call the authorities yeah. for the kid. Instead, they gave her a number for the Madrid Police Department. Here is the recording. I don't care. I don't care. Nobody gave a shit what was going on. Bitch, bitch, bitch. She's like, my son is being raped. My jokes don't go. So that's still going. There we go. This number that they kept calling. Yeah was supposed to be for the police. It was just going to a number. A recording was coming up in Spanish and then hanging up. Okay. So basically she tells this kid, give it up or I'm going to kill you. Yep. Uh, this young kid. Uh, now they're having butt checks. Is getting raped in the living room. Saturday. All while his mother oh is getting the fucking runaround by Airbnb corporate. Yep. Okay. This kid was definitely terrified for his life. Mm -hmm. He eventually ends up convincing her to get out. Her, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. The uh the the Spanish woman with the uncut cock who just raped him. Yeah, right. Yeah, her. He was like, Can I please leave, ma'am? <laughs> and <laughs> That's uh, She's transphobic like, no. to not let her fuck him in the ass, I have to say. Yeah, apparently. No, he let her. Um, <laughs> he let her. <laughs> you never have a choice. This kid ends up getting out of there by lying and saying that he told a bunch of his friends who he was meeting the address there. Yep. And it freaked her out. And he was Smart. able to get his stuff and get out. Well, I should have thought of that a little sooner, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> it took him a little too long to go up with that one. I mean, it didn't, it didn't dawn on him until he <laughs> felt the fucking yeah. load on his back fucking guy <laughs> he chose not to try to fight his way out eventually concocted the story about the plans he made to meet friends um the new york times got this story because this whole thing was under wraps like nobody in america knew it was happening it happened in madrid he went to the police he went to the hospital they flew him back to massachusetts this guy ended up in like seeking trauma therapy right this kid had a rough go of it yeah it sounds like a bad trip and this whole thing was very much like kind of under the covers or slept under the rug you know i gotta be honest with you Vinny. uh the first day we were in florida was a little cooler out than i wanted it to be and i yeah. thought that you know my vacation was bad but this guy that sounds like way worse yeah i really shouldn't be complaining at all now i think about it in hindsight dude didn't push a cat or nothing well you don't know that all he did was you're, show you're, up see now you're making assumptions over there you don't know what he was up to Ain't no cat pusher. He's a victim. We don't blame this victim. He's my victim here. Uh, Three-hour interview with the New York Times matches the one that he gave in the police report. The Madrid police would not comment on the investigation, though they did say that they talked to the host. They went and spoke to this person. Now, the New York Times also spoke to this person. Okay. And she denied threatening him and said that the sex was consensual and that he was transphobic. Oh, there you go. See? So you brought in... Not even a creep, just a guy who made up a story, and you're trying to present that. Okay, well, well I don't. I think you're going to lose again. Let me ask friend. you this question, Carl. Yeah, if you were butt raped by this person mm -hmm. and you felt bad about it, yeah, and uh, you wanted to cover it up, 
Why would you go file a police report? Why would you go to the hospital? Why would you contact the New York fucking Times if this was something that you were just transphobic about? So what you're saying is you're not believing the uh, the female rapist with the big penis? That is correct. Okay, I am sorry. Oh, my bad. That I I, I thought that uh, I thought for sure she was telling the truth. This person has not been charged or arrested, okay. and New York Times did not print their name. Wow. So. Thus, no consequences for raping a 19-year-old. And then she blamed him. She said, is this fine? She came over and I fucked him. And then, uh, you know, he got all freaked out and transphobic and left. It's his fault. Yeah, it is. Also, he was on a site called Airbnb. He typed it in wrong. That's why. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Balls and dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real reason why that happened. <laughs> that might be the name of this episode. <laughs> Airbnb. All right. So that's my creep, the unknown uh Spanish. Holy shit, I just had a brilliant idea for a uh a business. I don't even know if I should say it because someone's gonna steal it. What is it, Carl? Maybe it exists. Air D D, where you get together and play Dungeons and Dragons somewhere with strangers. <sighs> that's the end of the show. Everybody, everybody goes to Air D D. I think we had some super chats come in through there. Okay, let's take a peek back. <laughs> yeah. Ah, our girl Mint says, yes, watch Mint Salad Saw Barbarian. If you're a creepy boy, thank you. Thank you, Mint. And then she said the Barbarian sucks. Oh, did she say that? Yeah, she. I hated Barbarian. Such a nothing burger. Nothing Mint. burger. All right. Well, Vinny said he liked it. So, oh, it was I, trust, I trust Mint on this one. Yeah. All I right. Agree. I think that gets us caught up. I there agree. She probably is a better judge than I am. So make sure you vote this week on Reddit. Carl, before you leave, would you please put up the post today so I can attach it in the description of this episode? I would love to do that for you, Vinny. I'll make sure to do that. I don't know why you can't do that now that you're all over Reddit. Because you need to do something for now this fucking show, guy. Carl. Dude, I need to do something. I'll show you what I do. Creepos. That's right. I am going to present to you another true crime podcast that we are better than. You barely show up anymore. Who are these creepos? Is a segment we do on the show because we've been telling everyone that we're the best true crime show around but why not prove it and the way that we're going to prove it is by taking down the other true crime shows one at a time lick 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 our balls today i present to you oh by the way this is funny speaking of the subreddit so on the bonus show that i did uh, a couple weeks ago i told you when i tried to use jet chat gpt mm -hmm. to do my mm -hmm. work for me mm -hmm. And I just asked it a very simple question uh -huh. about, hey, give me a true crime show where the hosts drink alcohol. And it lectured me about the dangers of alcohol. Yeah, I, re oh, I remember. It was fucking ridiculous. I couldn't get this thing to give me any answers. So somebody used Bing AI and asked the same question and it spit a whole fucking list of podcasts. I just got access to Bard. Okay. And I tried this yesterday just to see what would happen. I put out, what are some of the crimes that Airbnb hosts are arrested for okay and i got a list of murder mostly all voyeurism that's mostly really voyeurism. the big thing yeah yeah oh by the way that black box team that we were talking about earlier fun fact i didn't get to yes part of what they do is like if a homeowner comes home and finds like human remains in their house mm -hmm. which happens yep they'll come and clean it for you oh that's nice of them yeah that's cool. This, so that's a perk of Airbnb. getting involved, right? They, they're like, ah, oh, no, we'll, we'll get that for you. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. And what I really like about that is that's a great service to have. If you're going to rent out your house and they're going to be your partner for it. Yeah. You know, they'll come and clean up the bodies. Yeah. I got to think that there's a lot of 
old people who die in Florida on Airbnbs. Yeah. Probably every day. I don't know. This makes you want to use them more that they care about their hosts. That I do much. appreciate that about them. Yeah. This isn't an ad for Airbnb per se, but maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe it is actually now we think about it. All right. So, oh, we're going to read that real quick from Dela. $2. Yeah. Yeah. When does Stevie Lou and Cardiff come on? Never. Um, keep them moving. All right. So this show happened to show up in this list that somebody typed into the Bing AI and it actually gave an answer. So I saw that post in the subreddit. I went and I checked it out. It's called the true crime enthusiast podcast hosted by Paul Sutherland. Now, Paul Sutherland is such a true crime enthusiast. This show started as a blog in 2016. He would just blog all day long about true crime, just having a ball blogging away. And then he decided, Hey, Everyone else is doing podcasting and not blogs because it's not 2002. So maybe I should stop doing a blog and I should actually make a podcast. Is he going to discover that people don't care about listening to his thoughts on true crime either? He actually has over 600 supporters on Patreon. Wow. I know. And I was surprised because, well, how about this? I, I mentioned that the host is Paul Sutherland. That's not the entire story, though. I'll let him introduce the host of this show. And so is myself, Paul, the creator, host, and true crime enthusiast of the show's title. My feline folio dirt, Pixie, the true crime enthusiast cat, is here as ever. And we've been waiting for you to complete us, the wonderful enthusiasts that make the show my privilege to bring to. Oh, good. A lonely guy and his cat are doing a podcast. That's little, good. Little piece of advice. Don't push that cat. Yeah, don't push that cat. Bad things will happen. I, so, I he has six hundred subs. He has six hundred subscribers because his voice is folksy and kind of endearing and like that fun. No, British it's, way. he's just British. Yeah. It, it's just British. I bet you most of his there's eighty million people who sound like that. It's not impressive in any single way. Okay. Uh, maybe you enjoy this. Maybe this is a show for you, that Vinny. If you enjoy this kind of cat, I'm just saying. I think stories. that people probably like to hear true crime from a British person because it makes it sound more official. Well, I think it's for British people, to be honest with you, because all of the true crime stories are from the UK. Oh, lame. But who knows? I don't know. Maybe maybe he's got a huge U.S. audience or something that's going on there. All I know is that um, usually when we look at true crime shows, it's a woman, two women or a woman and a gay guy. That seems to be the formula for this. So when you see that there's just a guy, it's either Mike Boudet or it's a guy with his cats doing the show, which I have more questions than answers on that one. the murder kitty. So, you know what? I'm going to skip ahead here. Um, this is him talking about one of the true crime cases. I dare you to try to pay attention to this. This guy is not exciting at all. He then kicked a police van, which was there as police had set up cordons in the area due to another incident. A PC went to speak to the defendant to try and calm him down, while another went to look at the damage at the rear of the vehicle. The defendant panicked and pushed the officer before throwing a number of punches. A quote from a witness was also read to the court, which described, I saw a man punch a police officer. He went wild on him. The witness continued how the officer landed flat on the floor and looked unconscious and lifeless following the assault. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I dozed off for a second there. My bad. All right, we're back. Wow, this is riveting stuff, isn't it? Mm. I love that people can make true crime boring. You know, they can take these crazy stories. And it's just a story about sleep. punching a cop a bunch of times. 
that's an exciting story. Yeah, he's kicking the van. He's all drunk. You'd think there'd be something exciting, but the way this guy tells it, holy shit. I go back to the blog. The blog had more personality than this. <laughs> but uh, early on in the show, he gives us a little peek behind the curtain. I think it's always fun, Vinny, when you learn how the sausage is made. I do try to have a working list of tales for each series. I try not to get multi-parters in too close a succession, but it almost never works out anything near to the series I've sketched out. I actually use about 10% of what I earmark. Oh, he uses 10% of what he earmarked. Hey, Paul, no one asked. No one asked you what percentage of the research that you do oh do you bring to the God. show. It, no one cares. It doesn't matter. This show is, this is really boring. It's terrible. And Vinny, I got to tell you, uh, I, I was on Discord a lot this morning. And I, I had some okay. information from that, but it's because I couldn't pay attention to the show. I was just wandering out, just like reading stuff. And oh, yeah, I trying to listen to a true crime show. I forgot. And the beginning of this show, it, it takes him 12 minutes. He's still explaining what's going to happen in this episode. We're 12 minutes in. He's thanked some people on Patreon. He's told you about the cat. He tells you what he's going to be talking about. Now, you read something like that, a mere snippet. As I said, I could find no other information on this at all. And you think, what? I have got to get that into an episode. And so I've curated a few accounts together that are also bizarre, with one in particular a bit sad too, I thought, to bring to you here. All right, we'll just get to it then. What is this thing? Like, we, maybe we should do a show where we're like, hey, today what we're going to do, we're going to talk about creeps. And then a little while after that, we're going to do a who are these creepos segment. Then we'll listen to some voicemails. We have some interesting voicemails this week. What is this? Just do it. Just get to it already. It's really boring to announce what you're going to do up front. Yes. And I don't know why so many people think they need to do it. And I think it's because radio relied heavily on trying to keep people through breaks. Correct. That yes. somehow podcasters magically think that that formula is the winning one. Oh, stay through to the end. Yeah. Oh, you're going to love the, the fifth story. It's almost like that clickbaity shit where it's like top 12, whatever. Number seven will blow you away. And I was like, all right, whatever. Just fucking do it already. I'm listening to the show now. Tell me now what's going to happen. Right. Let's let's bring Dela's uh, super chat up all on the, right. the screen. It's a C word. Yay. Super chats. I don't like that. Hey, super chats. Thanks, Taylor. All right, two dollars. I'm going to do something that breaks my rule. One of the things that I try not to do on who are these podcasts when we're reviewing shows is focus too much on dead air. Yeah, because if I'm playing dead air, then we are dead air. It's kind of the problem with that. 100. percent However, I think in this instance, I have to point this out to you because I've listened to some uh, audio books. You know, I listened to uh, Cedric John's audio book and uh, Tori Dunlap, the financial feminist. <laughs> And uh, what they do in audiobooks is there's a pause between chapters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, you end the chapter, you give a little bit of pause to let the listener know mm -hmm. that we're going to start something new now. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what this guy, I think, is trying to pull off here. Listen, not a good move for a podcast. Go ahead and, and count Mississippi's uh, once the silence starts here. For an episode I've entitled, They Really Do Walk Among Us. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. Mississippi. On the evening of Wednesday, April the 13th. That's too many Mississippi. Dude, that, that pause is so pretty. It's got triplets. That is way too long. I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what they said in Congress. Even one Mississippi is too many. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right about that, Vinny. Oh, God, there's a dynamic ad that starts this show off. Okay. And uh, you'll get a kick out of this. It's a local company. Cortez Mitsubishi. 
is, oh shit it's the company that doesn't yeah. add for it and oh boy does this ad suck this is bad dude so do mitsubishi's cars hi welcome to cortese cortese mitsubishi is that a time machine yes i've arrived at this exact moment in time to get credit amnesty if you bring home 350 a week you could get up to twenty-five thousand dollars in credit great scott how many gigawatts no gigawatts but we've got all new outlanders with third row seating i know exactly what happened here Vinny. some guy in sales is bragging about how he does his doc brown impression and they're like, okay, great. That's all we need. Should we write something funny or interesting? No, 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 no. Just do the impression. I'll do the gigawatts thing. Do the gigawatts thing. Say great Scott a couple times and we'll sell a bunch of cars. That's oh, the I think I want a hot dog real bad. God That's my Jennifer Coolidge. Did you think it's funny? It's great. Thank you. Where am I? Oh, oh I don't know what's going oh. on here. It's <laughs> it's, it is fun to do, isn't it? It's kind of Bruce Jenner, <laughs> too. It's a little Bruce Chow now for Jennifer. That's <laughs> bad. Okay, hold I, on. I don't listen to the radio anymore. Nobody does. Dayla says, don't attack me, Vinny. I'm a fan. No attack. Nothing but love. No, you are a C word. Yeah. No, no one, yeah. no one, yeah, no one argued with, with Nobody argued with Dayla. No one was arguing with you on <laughs> okay. that. Oh my god, I forgot how bad oh, where radio were we called? I forgot how bad radio ads are. And it's funny that in like pot, some podcasts they're still putting in like the same spots they make for radio. It's just weird. It's so bad. All right. This is the last clip I have. Uh we finally get to the story he's gonna tell. All right. True crime show. It's true crime enthusiast podcast. Let's get to the true crime stuff. Let's hear about it. What's going on? Onlookers gathering to watch the unfolding drama described the number of police officers seen on top of the car park, inching their way towards a man seen standing on the edge. The incident drew to a close some three and a half hours later, when at around 10.20pm, the man was seen stepping away from the edge and was apprehended by officers. Minutes later, the cordon was removed and all roads were reopened with a spokesperson for South Wales Police later confirming that the man had been taken into custody, saying, He was already wanted for another matter, and he's been arrested with regards to this outstanding matter. Now, though they didn't specify the matter as to which he'd been arrested over, it was also confirmed that the force was providing him with the necessary mental health care whilst in custody. Dude, this is a story about a guy who's going to jump to his death, and then the police apprehend him? They had, they had shut down a road for a little while and then they reopened it. What kind of fucking story is this? What kind of show is this, Vinny? <laughs> Principal Uncertainty just nailed it. He sounds like an English ad for cold syrup. <laughs> it's terrible. See, I told you they all sound like that over there. It's really boring. It is terrible. And also, I want to point out Bill Loney says he'd, he'd vote for ISIS before he voted for me. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. ISIS does a lot of good things. Like what? Well, for, for one thing, they're very into women's education. Think you can agree with me on that? Very strict. Yeah. Oh, yes. Very strict about yeah. it. Yeah. And they keep the 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 polling places clear. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to get a follow up question from that one. Okay. <laughs> one of the good things about ISIS, name four. Well, oh, shit. Yeah, Carl, you should when you're <laughs> when you're going out on the limb for ISIS, you probably should back up <laughs> what you're saying. I probably should have been ready for that one. Anyway, yeah. My point is that the True Crime Enthusiast podcast sucks balls, and the creep off is the the superior podcast. In this one. All right, let's talk about what I learned from Discord today. You've been creep offed. <laughs> Boom, you got creep off. Let's talk about what I learned from Discord. Chris Chan is out. Did you see that? Well, yeah, we knew that for Christine a long time. Chandler 
was bailed out. I thought this was news for today. Oh, bailed out. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had the clause. <laughs> no, out of jail, out of prison. Watch how. Yeah, you didn't see this. What did the what did the uh, only witness the mom croak? No, it's not that um, she he it is free or innocent. It's just that he she it is out on bail right now. I think it's living in a halfway house or something. So that was interesting news. Yeah, I somewhere halfway between here and Quickville. And then the other thing I learned is that the Nick Bate video, the tribute album that I created is one of my consequences. Yeah. That video has been copyright struck and you can't get to it anymore on YouTube. Did you see that? How did it get copyright? I don't know. Struck? It's gone. If you, if you go to that, there's someone linked to it. And if you click on it, it just says you can't play this. Now, that's true in the U.S. People from other countries were in there saying, no, it does work. So I went ahead and in the Creep Off channel in our Discord, I uploaded all the songs for people because, uh, you know, people need that music for their life, obviously. Yeah. It's very important stuff that we put together. You know, I might have some of it actually right here, Carl. Uh, what, what What's one of your favorite hits from that album? Um, oh, I would say uh, Anally Raping Children, the one that uh, Jenny Jingles yeah, sings. Well, nobody could hear that on here except for us. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, just I just realized that. Sorry, folks. I got to say that that uh, that sounds fantastic. How many Mississippis was that? Especially, oops, <laughs> especially considering it was based on this. Anally raping children and disemboweling and force feeding them their own intestines. We really polished that turd, didn't we? You are master. Thank you. <laughs> You're a master. I am. I am master. <laughs> what just uh, happened? I don't know. <laughs> Did your brain just stop working? A little. <laughs> oh, what's De La saying now? For two bucks. Uh, Omaha Funny Bone uh, has open spots, Vinny. Okay. Yes. Um, Great. For an open mic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, De La. I, yeah. I, I will go out to the Midwest one of these days again. Can't wait. Should be fun. Midwest. Vinny, we got uh, voicemails today. Full of humor, the Midwest. We certainly do, and they are brought to us by our friends in Syracuse. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. A 77-year-old Syracuse firefighter recently died on the job. He finished his firefighting career with a record of 7,638 and one. See you in Syracuse. I get it. I get it. All right, first voicemail. Hey, this is a message for the creep off uh, regarding the latest episode. I actually work with one of the lead investigators that was on the Picton case, and we asked him a couple months back, why do you think he got so many people? And he looked at us and said, well, I don't know if you would really consider them people. Um, they're a bunch of savage chugs and who really gives a shit if they go missing. So, yeah, I think the real creep at the end of the day is still Canada. They're just full of a bunch of assholes. And this this guy still has a pretty high-ranking government job. It was just so, yeah. Know. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, Holy shit. I know. Canada. Yeah, I absolutely believe it. They didn't want to investigate that stuff until nope. they found out it all happened. Oh, God damn it, Brian Johnson. All right. Here's voicemail. Hey, Carl. Hey, Vinny. Uh, since we just got that victim blaming jingle, do you think we could get one for uh, when Carl gives advice to criminals? It could go something like uh, like the uh, modeling tips one, like best hamburger tips, the number one place for murder, molestation, success. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. 
He's really pissing me off now. He says you're a real pink man. This pink man's a real pink man. Carl's being a real pink man. <laughs> being a real pink man over here. Oh, man. So that's a really funny idea, by the way. I like that. Best hamburger tips. Somebody People get on put it. Put that together. Somebody get on it. Uh, you didn't listen to our Wednesday episode, Carl. I hate to spoil a story for you, but uh, this voicemail really subbed is uh, somebody who did listen and had some thoughts about one of our stories. Okay, I just finished the uh, Patreon Wednesday stream, and all I can think of now is how how fucked a blind person would be if they were trying to commit a murder. I mean, just it, like cops come to knock on the door, answers the door, fucking blood everywhere. It's on the fucking ceiling. The dog's running around, blood on the fucking fur. I mean, just but immaculate hands, fucking blood on the clothes and everything. What seems to be the problem, officer? <laughs> Thanks for love you, bye. Okay. So we did a story where a blind guy chopped his wife's head off with a sword uh, somewhere in Africa. And I said to Mike, how does how do you do that? Did he trick her and give her gum or something so he could hear where her head was? Yeah. How did you do this? And what did Mike say? Has he done that himself? Did he, he said, uh, God bless this person. That's someone who's that truly handy capable. <laughs> yes, right. They got past the uh, barriers. Uh, listen to the episode and find out. And we're going to do an episode this Wednesday. Yeah. Or are you going to fly back down to Florida? I'll be around. All right. Hey, I got uh, another voicemail for us here. Please. Yo, what's up, Carl? This is for uh, the creep off. I couldn't find the name of the retarded. I don't know. But, dude, so Big Masterson was on a podcast with uh, an episode with No Jumper with Adam 22 and Destiny. And they were talking about people getting canceled or whatever. And the craziest shit happened. Literally, the next day, um, Adam 22 gets exposed for being a creep, uh, texting a 16-year-old and got blasted all over social media Uh-oh. and the internet. I saw it when I woke up on uh, uh, on Worldstar. And then, uh, yeah, it was just, it was just fucking nice. Don't be on the irony on that show was hilarious. That's great. But anyway, great show. Hopefully, you get shit on this motherfucker. <laughs> fuck you Vinny you amazing motherfucker Carl you're cool well okay so 16 year old girl not cool you shouldn't be texting with her but I think I have to ask the question how big were tits I think that's an important thing to know about this before we all start judging oh boy uh, okay maybe, maybe okay. that's not an important thing Never uh, thank you Cab Critical for the 499 wheel of consequence idea upload a video of the loser recreating the Buffalo Bill dance Oh, oh. I, know what I know what you're talking about. I'm talking about the football team at first. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, now I know what he no, means. We're saying, oh, <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to see horses. that. Horses. Nobody wants to see that. Oh, fuck that. I just kicked something over. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play another voice off wires. I was man. dancing way too hard, guys. <laughs> yeah, this is for the creep off. Uh, I got a suggestion for the wheel. Uh, Vinny does 10 burpees, and we record it, post it on YouTube. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. I love it. I love a suggestion for the wheel that's only for Vinny. So Vinny does 10 burpees. You think you can do 10 burpees, Vinny? You know what that is? Um, I do 10 burps all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not that. No, I, I, have a, I think I have a vague idea of what it is. Exercise generally eludes me. Um, <laughs> you'd be surprised what I could do, motherfucker. I would be surprised. So I think we should put that on the wheel. Let's do it. Uh, well, you would have to do it, too. I'm fine with that. I don't want that. Actually, never mind. That one's not going on the wheel of Carl. If it isn't a consequence for Carl, too. 
Now, Dela, will Vinny come to the Omaha Funny Bone? If I don't have to buy a ticket and they're paying me, I'm in. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm in. A hundred percent. I'm in. Okay. Hey, I want to um, give a shout out to Lockie. Yes, let's do that right now because this is truly amazing. This is truly, truly amazing. This is this painting that I'm holding up right now and showing everybody was done by the guy with no arms and out in Florida. Yes, the that one we who, covered at a scum parade. The street artist who used his feet to stab a woman in the leg with a pair of scissors that he was in an argument with. Yes. So Lockie actually has a photo of him standing next to this guy as he's drawing this. It's in the bag next to you. Yes, it's, it's right here in the bag. And dude, Lockie made our new wheel of consequence. That's amazing. And Carl left it at his house. And yeah, here's the photo of him with that guy. <laughs> his name is uh, Joe Crenshaw, the artist, I believe. It's, inc it's incredible. Yeah, so Lockie, truly love it. Thank you so much. That's awesome. It's going up in the studio. All right. Here's a, uh, a suggestion on how to get the consequences finished. Yours, at least. All right. Listen, Jarkov. I got it. This is what you do. Kill two birds with one stone. Y'all both have to go to a Protestant church. Vinny, you have to go. That way you can document that Carl went there. And whenever the preacher says, turn with me now to this number in the Bible, Vinny, you have to pull out your semenology book and turn to that page. And Carl's got until y'all get kicked out to find his route to Gary and Dan later. You have to sit there with an atlas. She. I like that idea. I'm not going to church with you. I am a fan of that. You know, my wife asked me to go to church with her on Easter. Okay. And I said, the only reason I would ever go would be for you. And she goes, I know that. And I said, but if I do go, I'm wearing juggalo makeup. Oh, that'd be yeah, fun. Just to make it fun. And she did not. She stopped asking. So I don't think you would actually do that, but I would love it if you did. Did you hear that? You ain't getting this soul this year. <laughs> all right. Uh, what else you got? You got any more voicemails? Carl? No, that's all I got, buddy. All right. Well, I guess it's time to kick it over to a scum parade. And one of our wonderful Patreon members made us a brand new scum parade jingle. Oh, sweet. And uh, it's a little long. Okay. But since he's in the Patreon, okay. I'm going to play the whole thing because I'm a nice guy. All right. Then we'll, I uh, run that. we'll yep. need a shorter version of it at some point. Oh, yeah. We'll cut it down. Okay. But this is, uh, please enjoy this wonderful is this gonna thing. going to work? Are people going to be able to hear this? A hundred percent. Okay. I just want to make sure I have the right name for him. I want to, I'll give it to you after this. Okay. You made it this far Through all of the voicemails The creep of this come and gone away Now it's time to sit down and get comfy Cause Carl and Vinny gonna give us a stump Thank you. 
He and did I, all of the instruments himself, yeah. so we wouldn't get hit by copyright. I could tell. Kyle Young, thank you. Yes, very well done. I, I do like that song a lot. I, I enjoyed that. Um, so thank you for putting that together for us. Sincerely, thank you. Now, Carl, are you ready for a scum parade? I, I am now. Yeah, I was. All right. All right. Five minutes have passed. I'm ready. I, I was I was not ready 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I am now ready. Let's start over at Buffalo, shall we? Yeah, what's what's going on in Buffalo these days? Well, the cast, we have a lot of local uh, stories. This we week. got two this week. Yeah, Buffalo's not local. They're their own fucking creature over there. Hmm. The Diocese of Buffalo placed Monsignor Peter J. Papadick. Yep, and you are pronouncing that correctly. Yes, I am. It is Papadick. Is his name P O P A D I C K? On yep. leave for a second time this Wednesday after previously allowing the priest to return to ministry. In a statement, a spokesman for the diocese wrote that Papa Dick was placed on administrative leave after it received a child sexual abuse complaint. Papa Dick serves as a pastor at St. Aloysius Gonzaga Church in Cheektowaga, New York. The diocese spokesman claimed that the, uh, said that the claim is more than 20 years old. Yeah, he was, uh, he was molesting kids back when it was easy, when the getting was good. You know, there weren't so many tattletales. All over the place like there are now naughty naughty so who's that old guy over there uncle papa dick hey uh didn't i tell you to have a sound effect ready oh no what what sound effect you did i needed the boing oh i don't have that one. Oh, the the uh the growing erection noise that oh you i know have. i know the boing is i just uh yeah. it's not on my board it's on oh. producer chris's board uh, okay well Where's Chris when you need him first Seriously. time i've ever needed chris <laughs> and fucking here we are without him so either way, he has been removed, and um, they should have seen this coming from old Peter J. Papadick. Well, I don't understand how you're supposed to be able to recruit employees if you can't let them diddle kids every now and then, because the pay sucks. You need some types of perks if you're going to work for the church, right? Well, the kid was the guy was thrown out in August of 2019. Yeah. After a lawsuit was filed under the New York Child's Victims Act, he was accused of molesting a boy in the 70s. Then they announced in a written statement in January 2020, like they had to put out a press release. Hey, yeah. remember that priest that got us all sued? Yeah. Good news. He's, he's reinstated. Papa Dick. Papa Dick. <laughs> he's not even a priest, though, is he? I don't even know what he does. I don't understand. Monsignor Papa Dick. How that works. All right. You, you want to go to Rochester? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. I love this is our <laughs> town. Oh, hit the wrong one. Rochester, New York. All right, local boy. A 65-year-old New York man allegedly repeatedly broke into a daycare center, Carl. Yes. He stole diapers and left money and bizarre notes for the staff that asked them to play along while acting as if he were a baby girl. And they couldn't just play along? He was leaving money. I know. He's paying them to play along. You would think that they would do that. Not everyone is your whore, Carl. Not everyone mm. Not everyone is impressed by your Patreon dollars, pal. Okay. okay. You say so. Fucking, <laughs> Car fucking Carl's entrance music should be uh, oh, fucking yeah. Shane McMahon's. Oh. Here comes the money. Here oh, comes yeah. the Look money. at this. Whoa! Oh, Watch you out. just got Zumox. Yeah, baby. I'll be I'll be wearing diapers and treat me like a baby. Here comes the money. <laughs> the Monroe County Sheriff's Office arrested a Holly resident, Daniel R. Sealer, on February 18th. He's 65 years old. After he allegedly broke into the Inspire Learning and Child Care Center in the town of Clarkson. Can I tell you a fun story about that? I know the owner of that place. Do you really? Yeah, I worked with them quite a bit, actually. Tony. 
Oh, <laughs> what a fun can story! We get, can him. we get Tony on the show? <laughs> we should. Yeah, we should get him on to talk about this. Can we talk about daycare problems? We'll on the creep off? We should have him on for our creepiest daycare episode. Yes, I don't know that he would enjoy talking about this incident. I don't think he he probably wants to bury it. So the director probably wants to black box it. I would be. I'd imagine. I would imagine. Yeah. The center's director told authorities that an employee on January 30th found $120 and a note that asked if the daycare had any adult-sized diapers and if employees could, quote, play along with him. The director said staff found a similar note accompanied by $200 a week later. There you go. The daycare center installed a surveillance camera after the first incident. I guess that's what they spent the money on. Um, and alerted the police. On the morning of February 11th, the Saturday, a surveillance system alerted staff of activity at the daycare center. Upon arrival at the facility, the director said she found that someone had rummaged through the diaper bin and left another note and more money. Well, there you go. So he's not stealing. The he's note buying. reportedly included sizes for pants, shoes, bras, and dresses, mm -hmm. and indicated that the man wanted to, quote, play as a baby girl and referred to himself as Baby Danielle. Do baby girls wear bras? I, mean, I don't think that's. I don't think that's the case. I think this guy's a little off. Dirty on baby Danielle does. He's not asking them to change his poopy diapers. He's just saying, "Hey, can you just treat me like a baby and play along?" I feel like they could have done that for a month or two. Oh man! The following Saturday, staff were again alerted by the security system, and it showed the same man tried to put multiple diapers together to make one big diaper. Yeah, it's like a MacGyver of. Uh, being an adult baby. He's making the Voltron of diapers. Yes. <laughs> the director said the man ran to the bathroom during the incident, pulled his pants down, put the diaper on, then put his pants back on and ran out of the child care center. The director called the police again and reported what she saw in the video. The incident also included Sealer allegedly drinking half a bottle of formula, using a bib and stealing a total of three diapers. What's fun. Sealer was arrested and charged with burglary and petite larceny. All right, it's a little embarrassing. I'll admit, like, if I knew this guy and not the owner of the daycare, I probably would have kept my mouth shut about it. It's a little embarrassing. Yeah, this guy isn't your pal, Danny. Danny Sealer. Yeah, I don't know Danny. I don't, yeah. I don't know baby Danielle. Let's move on to Oregon, shall we? Wait, Once which state? <laughs> what? I, God damn it. Why is this on everything? <laughs> What's that state again, Minnie? Oregon. 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 Now, an Oregon woman has been sentenced to more than five years in prison after stealing from a department store and biting off the earlobe of a security guard who tried to stop her. Jesus. Ashley Clark, 31, was sentenced Friday to 70 months in prison after pleading guilty to second degree assault and first degree robbery stemming from a shoplifting incident in 2022 where she bit a security guard. According to a press release from the Washington County, Oregon District Attorney's Office, the guilty plea comes after Clark shoplifted over $800 worth of merchandise from a Nordstrom. As she exited the store without paying for the merchandise, loss prevention officers confronted her about her leaving. Clark began physically resisting and arguing with the officer and began yelling obscenities uh, at the officers who tried to recover the merchandise. Yelling obscenities? Lock her up! I can't believe she would yell obscene comments like that. Why was that even included? In this what is this, YouTube? Is You're going to fucking punish her for that? Yeah, why is this even included in the thing? She bit a woman's ear off. That's enough. You know, and she swore at me, too. Okay. She, was, she <laughs> said mean words. Yeah, the press release states that during the altercation, Clark bit the ear of one of the officers, which tore off at least a half of an inch of the victim's earlobe. Dude, I always thought that biting Ow. off an ear would be really difficult, but it must be easier than I think it is, right? 
Don't you think that would be a hard thing to do? Get through that cartilage and everything? It's a texture thing for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't like it. That's Dude, why I don't bite off people's earlobes. I got a fun story for you real quick. Go ahead. Uh, I was at a Eagles of Death Metal show up in Toronto. Okay. And a fight broke out and a guy got his ear bit off. Damn. Yeah. The dude's ear got bit off, spit on the ground and uh, bleeding everywhere. They recovered it. They put it in a little baggie or something. So hopefully they're able to, to reattach it. But it was some kind of scene. Uh, it smelled like pennies. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah, it was not good. That's a crime scene smell like, dude. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, so just like the fucking bathroom on the first weekend of the month. Hmm. Attempts to reattach the female victim's earlobe at a nearby hospital were unsuccessful. Now, hold on a second. Don't you think that'd be like the easiest surgery? Like, who do they put on that task? The secretary? Administration office or something? Like, How how hard is it to reattach an earlobe? Oh, I'm Dr. Slippery Fingers. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. here in charge of putting on your earlobe today. Uh, I feel like that. I, I, let let me start here and try to get this going here. I got my little... Oh, 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 who was oh. eating bananas this morning? Whoa! Dr. Butterfingers. <laughs> There's a threat that my parents always used to give me when I was a kid and I was riding in the back seat. Mm-hmm. And I think all of us have heard it. Yeah, no more pizza for you. Is that the threat? What do you want to fight? Yeah, okay. I, I wasn't threatening you with that. Oh, I was okay, just saying okay, it to okay, your okay, parents okay, used okay. to say to you. Okay, I got triggered. Vinny, listen, I, I got triggered. I got, I got triggered. I, got, I brought pizza. We can we can have pizza. All right. Well, we're almost done, so you better have that ready. Or you're a liar. <laughs> yeah. The threat is always, hey, don't make me pull this car over. Mm. Remember that one? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to go over to uh, Kuala Lumpur. That's in Malaysia. Yes. A man threw his three children off an elevated highway before falling to his death himself. Oh, that's a fun day. Can you hold on? <laughs> Day here in Malaysia for some baby throwing, isn't it, Carl? He hadn't thrown himself off. I bet he would have got at least the second round. But oh well, it's too bad. It's only a couple weeks away. Yep. There's a lot of teams you could use a guy who could throw a baby off a bridge. Yeah. Well, this is literally a elevated highway. So picture the highway and then dirt underneath it. Right. A parking this, lot. Yeah. Some uh, some grass. So prior to the tragedy. Someone saw the man carrying a child on his back. Mm-hmm. The other two youngsters were walking along their their father alongside their father holding hands. They walked up the highway. He got to the top and then just flung them one by one over the side. Yeah, like they were going, like they were all waiting there to go for a ride. I don't know what he told them. I mean, nobody does, obviously, but the kids seemed to be fine with it until they got started getting thrown off the bridge. Dude, you know. He had to trick those kids. He yeah. had to tell them something. You know what I bet it was? I bet he made him watch Peter Pan. I, I, I bet he was like, hey, guess what? Good news, kids. One of you is a superhero. Now we're going to go find out which one of you it is. They're like, whoa, that's amazing. And then like the, the brother goes flying and he dies. You're like, oh, sweet. Now it's 50-50 chance that I'm the superhero. Save him. Then your sister <laughs> goes. You're like, oh, shit, I'm definitely the superhero. And then, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't work out. And then the dad was like, maybe I'm here. Well, the dad ended up jumping off the fucking thing himself. Yeah. Three kids in total thrown off. One of them survived. Oh, maybe that is the superhero. Though. That's impressive. <laughs> you could be our hero. Yeah. Now, nobody knows why this guy did this. No one knows anything about 
the situation here, you know, where the mom is, there's nothing reported. I looked. Oh, I know. They can't find the mom. It's like, yeah, she's out partying. Are you kidding me? She's got a new uh, lease on life over here. She's like, wait, my husband and my annoying brats are all gone. Sweet. We're going on vacation. Actually, I feel bad for her. Oh, her kids seemed fun. <laughs> See, like they're down for a good time. Those kids. Yeah. So, Carl, last story of the day. I snuck in an extra one. We're going to Mesa, Arizona. Yes. A Mesa man is in custody, accused of killing three pets and reportedly telling investigators he did it because he was, quote, possessed by demons. Mm. Last Monday afternoon, a woman called 911 saying she had just returned home when her son had threatened her with a knife. The suspect repeatedly told her that he killed all the pets and that he would kill her, too, if she did not repent. All the pets. That, I like that, the sound of that. And by the way, telling people to repent does not sound like demon-like behavior. That's a good point. Demons don't say that. Demons are like, hey, repent. Also, even demons don't kill dogs and cats. I just want to point that out. Oh, you're taking the cat side now? Yeah. Listen, pushing a cat off the counter is very different than stabbing a cat to death. You pushed a cat off of a counter, Sometimes Carl? You, you give him a little nudge. You let him know, hey, maybe you should go over there for a little bit. You just let him know. You Come on. I know you've done this. I can't believe you're admitting this on the show. <laughs> I can't believe you're actually putting that out there. Uh, this is live. You know that, right? Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. When police arrived, they took 20-year-old Mike, 20-year-old Jason Michael Andrew Sperry into custody. Inside the apartment, officers found a dead dog, a cat, and a bearded dragon lizard. All right. Maybe the demon would, would kill a, a lizard. I hope my sister-in-law isn't watching right now. Yeah, this is horrible. This is not a good story. Per court documents, Sperry told police he was possessed by demons, and the voices in his head said he needed to free the animals. Yeah, so demons don't want to free animals, no, stupid. They don't, yeah, they're doing this wrong. <laughs> None of this makes sense. He also reportedly said he killed the animals because they reminded him of his family members. No, that makes sense. Now, think about getting this call if you're in the police. You know, you get into police work because you want 10% off Arby's. You want to rough up black people every now and again. And now you got to go to this guy's house where there's a dead dog, oh, a no. dead cat, and a oh, dead no. lizard. And you got to deal with that shit. Uh, it's probably stinky, too. Not a fun day. Not a fun day at all. Hey, PL's a bub. Get the bag of the fucking car. Let's go. <laughs> the devil made me kill the lizard. Ooh, I'm a saucy, dirty boy. <laughs> fucking get out of here, you asshole. The devil made me do it. Fuck you. Uh, Animal killing piece of shit. So that is this week's Scum Parade, everybody. I hope you enjoyed having Carl back as much as I did. Oh, that sounded sarcastic. Why you sound so sarcastic with that, Vinny? I think everyone enjoyed having me back. It's been a pleasure, Carl, as always. I'm just sorry to bring you. the energy that Brian Johnson brings. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dayla really wants to talk about. Uh, will Vinny come to the Omaha Funny Boat? I told you possibly if they want to pay me to be there. And, then, and apparently the tickets are sold out now <laughs> for Vinny at the Omaha, Omaha Funny Bone. Yeah, Omaha. Uh, Omaha. Now, folks, I got good news for you. We got a special guest coming back to join us. It's our review girl, Jess. And it's her birthday. It's her birthday. Birthday, Jess. Thank you. Carl loves I, celebrating people's birthdays. Oh, it's my favorite. <laughs> I am so tired, by the way, because I just got back from Boston at three last night. So... Oh, well, I, I'm bringing up showing up uh, with very little sleep and on her birthday. This shows commitment. I, I appreciate that. I don't. I'm so tired. I'm like loopy. Oh, it's great. Just, I hope you realize that you showing up today 
on your birthday with so little sleep already makes you a better review girl than any of the review girls. At <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. One of them had a hangnail one time. They're like, I can't call in today. Uh, Carl. I knew this is going to happen. Well, Jess <laughs> is just showing them all up. Yeah, I know. I've noticed that. Uh, I will say I, I am. I am thankful. There's only two review new reviews. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I can't read. Listen, this is not a difficult job. I don't care how much it's sleep not. <laughs> I will say, though, that I'm upset that there's no new interesting post on Reddit. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, no. I thought Reddit was actually pretty. Actually, no. a couple good ones. But... Oh, I mean, there was one that I saw that was like, is was it like there was a picture that of a guy who looked like you, Vinny? And it said, is Vinny a, a what is it, a porn coach or something? What is it like on TikTok? Am I a porn coach on TikTok? No. Uh, yeah, it was like a guy who looked just like you. I'm not even a porn co- coach in my house. Dude, porn. you answered that a little bit too quickly there, Vinny. <laughs> awfully suspicious. Well, uh, I may have read it wrong. You guys TikTok, can, you can find my Twitch channel. Oh, sorry. Porn addiction trauma coach on TikTok. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that, that was me. Yeah, that's, that's me. That's me. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that one is me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so tired. I forgot. I forgot. How addicted you are. All right, Jessica, what are our reviews? Porn's got to be the greatest addiction there is because you never run out of it. Yeah. You know, like I'm addicted to alcohol and then sometimes there's no alcohol. Now I was like, fuck, this sucks. Yeah. No tremors or anything either. Yeah. No, that actually sounds like a fun one. If you don't get your porn, it's very easy to uh, keep on the hush hush. that That's what you're addicted to. It's not like, you know, you show up to part. Well, I guess maybe. Well, we think about this. (laughs) <laughs> no, maybe maybe that one would be bad. Carl I'm shows just... up to parties with old Playboys just stuffed in his jacket. <laughs> All right, never mind. Who's uh, ready for a good time? All right, poor Jess. I got must... September ninety seven. Okay, okay. I woke up this morning. I, I watched the a true crime documentary. It's I've already like anyway. What uh, two reviews. They're both five stars. So yay, it's, excellent. It's Thank great. you. Thanks. Keep giving us reviews. It helps the algorithm. I believe. So the first one is from Earlyville. Uh, time is cheap. Uh, this is a vanity project by a club tooth snaggle footed boomer that serves as a pretext for him to hit on young review girls. There's also an XL pizza contain- containment system on the podcast. He's there to click buttons, I think. For some reason, they talk about criminals while sober. Fuck you! Yes, look at us. We're doing a true crime show without alcohol. It's weird. Apparently, it can it be can done. Be done it can be done. All right, that's a very good review. Thank you for that. We don't tell people to shit on us on this show, but apparently, look that- at them go anyway. Yeah. Hey, they're given five stars. I'll take them. I'll take it. The next one, Vinny is a church kid from Bug One Two Two Zero Zero Eight. Uh, yeah, it's titled Vinny is a church kid. Okay. Uh, it says he was trying to play along with Blind Mike's joke and started singing a Veggie Tale song. Loser. Oh, that is all. I did. Oh, Vinny's a VeggieTales guy. <laughs> you grew up with VeggieTales, Vinny? No, I don't uh, know what I did. Uh, no, I really don't know what I did. I, I know what they are. Me. That's like that shit was like 2000s. We need stuff that was way this. before or way after I was. Oh, you know, he does a lot about VeggieTales. Oh, okay. Do you know, I? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I grew up in a Catholic family yeah. and I wanted to watch VeggieTales. My parents were like, no. Mm. Oh, I didn't realize that the Catholics were against VeggieTales. I, I guess is it a front tar lord and savior carl i, I was mm. like all my friends were like in ccd were like veggie tales is awesome i'm like i want to watch it my mom's like no i'm like why yeah. not <laughs> i don't know why was it Wait, too what, religious what could you watch 
SpongeBob. Were you to watch everything else? I just yeah, watched okay. SpongeBob, and my mom also didn't like that, but Look my dad did. Crusty crabs and shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm like looking back. I'm like, that is weird. I know what I did. I got it now. What'd you do? <laughs> okay. That uh, if you want to talk to tomato song, is that a VeggieTales thing? That is the theme song. Because I thought it was a TikTok thing. That's why I was saying that. Wow. Like you said, Vinny thought up a lot. He thought it up quick. Didn't no, he? Wow. that's what I thought. I just saw the, the Zuma gears turned in your head just now. No. The yeah. Joke and then, was... then the guy said, Kumia's great. And I'm not good on that. And then, and then you say TikTok. it's a TikTok song. Every yeah. song is a TikTok song. That's true. I just, that's where I kind of thought of because the joke was like, would it be funny if they put it to some TikTok music? And I go, if you like to talk, that's what I did. If that was the context. Go back and listen to it, folks. Back me up on this. <laughs> Are kids twerking to that song? I hope not. <laughs> I, I don't know. They, tw- they twerk to everything. I don't watch what? TikTok. <laughs> That's my new theme music. <laughs> it sounds like you're walking <laughs> walk into a room. not very good if you like oh there it is to <laughs> talk to tomatoes if a squash can turn that off before they copyright strike this asshole like- <laughs> fucking ruin our show. I, I did not i i watched this when i went to ccd and i don't remember multiple people saying i just wanted the stupid tomato yeah it looks like it's been I mean, not stupid it was great if you love veggie tales you're cool i don't know no no one fucking loves it's all cg great i feel better now an updated (laughs) version of it that we're watching over here yeah i i didn't realize that was veggie tales sorry for being dumb everyone okay all right Billy. (laughs) stop being so embarrassed it's okay you can admit these things Vinny. i got nothing no one's judging you i mean everyone's judging you actually all the time jess how's your how's your birthday going so far (laughs) Oh, he's trying to change the subject. Dude, I'm going to send you this book. Right. I can't it's look. Hard. I literally can't look at that like cover. It's disgusting. It really is. Yeah, it's not great. Oh, it is so bad. Not good. So, Carl, I uh, I have to pick a place to go to read this book. Jessica, mm-hmm. I'll let you decide what public place should I be seen reading this book. I don't know where my first thought went to a church, but don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to read it at a church. I would not be. <laughs> that, that's that. the, the church is uh, Carl's punishment. Uh, Maybe you should bring it to Philadelphia when we're there next month. Oh, I don't want this to be in my bag. You should. Uh, I yeah, don't want this should, in my bag. No, you should read way. it. You should read it in Philadelphia at that at the giant love sign. Yeah, yeah that's good. there we, we go. Probably find a bunch of different landmarks. We'll go to the Liberty Bell. We'll go to run up, run up, uh, run up the steps. Fucking Rocky, run up the Rocky steps. steps. Yes. Stand no, where okay, he stood. Read idea. the book. This is a good idea. <laughs> Bring Stephenology to, to Philly. We'll be there for the uh, WATP TDS crossover show. <laughs> oh, April twenty second, dude. That's <laughs> that's fucked, dude. I don't want to do that. I don't even want to go see anything in Philly. I don't even want to go say, oh god damn it. <laughs> I like that Jessica came with that up with that idea. That was a good idea. I, I I was just like, oh, the love sign. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just that, that. <laughs> I thought you would say Starbucks. I could get this done fucking quick. Now it's like you got to oh, no, go all fucking town. That's probably a normal thing people read it in Philadelphia at Starbucks. Yeah, my Carl, I got to drive all over town with the fucking bo- here, Vinny. I'll make I'll make you feel better here, no, buddy. You if you like. <laughs> Talk to tomatoes. If a squash can make you smile, you're gonna just copy it again. That's not even the best song for Veggie Tales. The best song is the "Where's My Hairbrush" song. 
Again, I watched this in CCD. Carl, yeah. I don't want to know what that is. I'm tur- you know what? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> You're muted. Come bitch. on. I muted your, your don't computer. Don't do that. I don't want to hear whatever. Jess is requesting it. It's a good one. A review girl, Jess, is fine. It's about, it's about you coming. Man, this is, I feel so bad for people who are just like, I want to leave. He comes out and sings a silly song. I cut him Owens as Laddie. Having to see. It's so trying to skip around to find out where there's like music or singing yeah we're done with that i forgot it's a mostly talking song yeah it's not a good song jess let it be known to everyone right now there are no more fucking veggie tales on the creep off this is an OP show. We don't do shows with <laughs> vegetables. vegetables on this show. Uh, the only show I do with the vegetables at eight o'clock later tonight. You can watch the bread and surfing for me at Garda. Uh, what do you Cheap think about bug. Cardiff doing a terrible job promoting that when he was on Misery Loves Company? Did you hear that? I didn't hear that. He I didn't hear his Misery Loves Company appearance. How did it go? Yet? To Kevin yell at him? Oh yeah, Kevin hates him. Kevin hates Cardiff. But uh, it was funny. He's, Kevin is just a fucking ball of love. He is. Cardiff um, goes. Cause they're asking him about his show and he goes, well, I do this other show too uh, on a different channel on Monday nights. And that was how he said, mm. <laughs> thanks. Cardiff. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Buddy. The show that everybody <laughs> seems to be watching and liking apparently. Good Cardiff. Good well, job. At least he promoted it when he was on Opie's show. You know, so good. Nobody's watching that, but good. at least he promoted it correctly there. Great. We got another uh, Bill Loney super chat coming in. Climax PA is, is <laughs> too far from Philly. <laughs> All right. Where's Intercourse, Pennsylvania? That's probably not too far either. Next to Climax. Yeah. All Must right. be. I feel like that's uh, further in the middle of Pennsylvania. <laughs> you think Intercourse is further in? I agree. <laughs> that would make sense. I did not mean it like that. But uh, you know did. what? It's the creep off. You meant it like that. I met, uh, Yes, I did. Happy birthday, Jess. <laughs> I guess you. let's bring this train into the station and get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Carl. I made everyone listen to the hairbrush song. I am so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you should apologize. I am Go get sorry. Some sleep. Go get some sleep. We'll see you later, kiddo. Take it easy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Bye, Jess. Um, Carl, let's end this shit. Okay. Let's go. It's nice to be important. <laughs> it's more important to be nice. We'll see you on Patreon, Supercast, and backed up by on Wednesday. Oh, 